the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get 200 bucks in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from sunny Newcastle-upon-Tyne, all the way over in England. Uh, It is Tuesday, May the 10th, and I am here with my colleague, Mr. Dylan Rockford, and we're going to take you through the slate of games for Wednesday, uh, the 11th of May. and Dylan, he's wearing a wild shirt, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you. Uh, Dylan, firstly, how are you? And secondly, tell us about the shirt. Good, Malcolm. Uh, good to be with you. Break down a lot of these games for tomorrow. I feel like I haven't been on the pod in a while. Been dealing with these allergies, crazy times here in the Northeast, across the pond. But uh, doing well, glad to be with you. And yeah, the, uh, rocking the tie-dye shirt from uh, this smoke shop I used to work at during college days. You know, <laughs> these crazy <laughs> times. Well, it is, yeah, that's old school. I like that. I, I don't think I've worn a tie-dye shirt since 1986, baby. <laughs> uh, the, summer, the summer of love, Dylan, as I recall. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, looking good. Um, yeah, we just had a little... Uh, everybody was on the uh, on the Zoom call a little minute ago. We, Moonaf was here, um, being all fatherly as, as he is. And uh, and then Noah was on, and he was going to handicap stuff in his... Um, Internet connection was just terrible. He kept dropping out. Uh, so Noah's ducked out, uh, leaving me and no, uh, me and Dylan uh, to to hold the fort. I did call um, Noah Dylan twice yesterday. Uh, so oh, if I no. call you Noah a day, it's, uh, don't take it personally. I'm just a, a very forgetful old man. It's um, a compliment. That yeah. means you miss me. That is me. Well, it is. Normally, the, uh, the, the little two-way pods, they've been our thing. Um, yeah. And especially uh, early in the week, we've been doing a lot of the, the early week stuff. So uh, maybe that was just it. It's been a fun week so far. I, um, I feel like I've got across a lot of bit. I did two pods yesterday. I handicapped Monday's games early on Monday. And then I handicapped Tuesday's games later on Monday. So I looked at 25 games yesterday. Uh, so I do feel like I've got a lot of numbers and a lot of things um, swirling around in my head. The other thing with that is when... If you're going back to back, often if you this is now my third day in a row, you you're handicapping the same teams in the same series. So obviously we look at starting pitchers a lot. Um, but for example, the day you're looking at the Blue Jays and the Yankees. Well, so we looked at the Blue Jays and the Yankees yesterday, and, and with that, those games yet haven't been played either that we looked at yesterday. Uh, so you, you kind of find yourself looking for a new angle in and stuff. So it's always it's always a fun challenge. Um, but it's, yeah, it's been a good start of the week. On last night's. Uh, well, there was a couple of things that I really enjoyed. Uh, firstly, we hit our dogs both hit. Uh, our locks went down. Mine went down spectacularly. Um, I took the Mariners, uh, who went down nine to nothing uh, against the Phillies. Um, but I did take the Oakland A's as my dog, uh, and they won. And then, uh, no, I got the Cincinnati Reds over the line as his dog, uh, which was pretty impressive. But I also, what pleased me a lot was taking the Cleveland Guardians uh, and I saw the score when I woke up this morning. I thought, oh, excellent, a plus 160 winner. And then I saw the highlights. Uh, and that whole Josh Naylor thing was just brilliant. That was um, one of my favourite things so far this season, Dylan. Um, just great scenes. And 
Josh Naylor's eyes popping out of his head. There's some great videos from behind the dugout uh, when Naylor got back in there after that second home run. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a, it was a great win for the Guardians. The White Sox were devastated, uh, but Josh Naylor went berserk. Yeah, Kurt Kimball, he he's just not looking good. He blew another save last night. What what do you think's going on with him? Uh for the White Sox, Hendricks. Yeah, Hendricks, excuse me. Not yeah. Yeah. Well, he's been going okay. I've got him on my TGFBI team, so I have been following him, but I'm not entirely sure he was that good to start with. I don't actually think he's doing anything different than kind of what I expected him to do. Um, So I don't think there's anything wrong with him, uh, to use that old quote. He is who we thought he was. Uh, I mean, he has nine, he has nine blown saves and a 2.87 ERA. Uh, The swings and misses are nice for him. I don't know. I'd just rather take a less few of the runs and the the people on base because he used to be as dominant as a guy like Josh Hader, I remember. So, I don't know. I think he's kind of struggled at Chicago in some incidents. Yeah, he came in in a bit of a spot last night because obviously they were so far ahead uh, that he had some of the lesser bullpen arms who got into a bit of trouble and then they brought Hendricks in to get them out of the trouble uh, and he couldn't do that. But, uh, yeah, Josh Neal, that was a good fun story last night. So, it's been a fun week of baseball already. Pittsburgh got a win at the Dodgers. Uh, like we say, Cincinnati coming off their first series win. Um, got a win at the Brewers, 10-5. to 5. So, yeah, some uh, some little turn-ups for the book. So, myself and Dylan tonight will hopefully uh, be able to find a few more for you. Um, okay, we will start tomorrow's lineup with... Yeah, 12.35. In fact, we'll, I'll, I'll give you this game, but I'm going to gloss over it because we have no pitching matchup at all, um, which is the Dodgers and the Pirates. Uh, 12.35 Eastern um, first pitch. Uh, both both clubs um, have not decided on their on their starter, so I've got absolutely nothing. Uh, we've also got no lines to give you, so uh, unless Dylan's got anything to add, um, this one's just a, um, just an abstain and we move on, Dylan. Yeah, I think we might see Zach Thomas go for the Pirates. Uh, not too sure. Like you said, they're both TBD. I mean, I, I, obviously the Dodgers are going to open up as the favorite, but I don't know. Hopefully we can get a little plus money here. Uh, I don't know who to expect for the Dodgers. Maybe we see a bullpen game. I just don't know. I don't have a lot to work with without any lines. Um, Just before we came on air, actually, Dylan, before you joined us, um, Munaf mentioned the the transition from the Sunday night TV game to the Monday game, and now that's something that you've covered a lot when we've talked on this uh, on this early uh, early in the week podcast. And that was something that came to fruition last night with Dodgers playing on Sunday uh, and then yeah. coming home and getting turned over. Uh, Pittsburgh were about plus two twenty five yesterday, uh, so that's definitely been th- a real thing, Dylan. Something that you've uh, you've pointed out to us quite a few times. Yeah, just with the travel, playing late, guys are a little bit of sluggish around the bases. Bullpens might be tired, especially if they played in a nice close game Sunday night. So a lot of energy to get up for those games, especially having to travel. You come in late. I, I kind of like to fade those teams. So it was a nice win for the Buccos against the Dodgers. Uh, next is another 12-35 Eastern first pitch. Uh, good game this one. The Toronto Blue Jays against the New York Yankees. 
Uh, it'll be game two of the series. Uh, the first game starts in a couple of hours from now. Um, Jose Berrios scores for Toronto. And Jameson Tyone uh, goes for the New York Yankees. Uh, Toronto are plus 115 underdogs. The Yankees are minus 130. The overall under is set at seven and a half. Um, Berrios is two and one with the 5.34 ERA. Uh, he started six games, pitched 28 and two thirds with 20 strikeouts, uh, a whip of 164. Uh, Tyone is two and one with a 2.84 ERA. He started five games, uh, 25 and one third innings, pitched 21 strikeouts. Um, Berrios got lit up last week, six earned runs at Cleveland. Um, his results before that were okay, um, but he was giving up a lot of hits and walks since that whip. Um, it was worth me pointing out at 164. Uh, Jameson Tyone's been absolutely fine. Um, like you say, not spectacular, but uh, serviceable. Uh, the Yankees are 12 and 4 at home. Uh, two good teams, and I just preferred the picture here. I preferred Tyone over Berrios. It was that simple. It wasn't very juiced towards the Yankees. Um, I had them earlier on at minus 115. That's moved to minus 130, uh, but still it's a reasonable price. I'll take the Yankees on the money line, Dylan. Yeah, I'm the same with you. I got it at minus 115, the opening price. I probably would like them up to where it's at right now, to minus 130. Like you said, Jamison Tiny has been pretty solid so far this year. He's faced the Blue Jays twice, 11 innings, three runs, no walks, 10 strikeouts. I think he's done a really good job just limiting this uh, Blue Jays lineup. So they're the Blue Jays, they're kind of in a slump. They've lost two straight. They're just not scoring a bunch of runs. We also have winds blowing in, so I think we see a low-scoring game here in um, at Williamsport, New York. You know, they made that joke about the Little League, uh, uh, the Yankee Stadium being like a Little League, so the Rangers uh, manager called it Williamsport. So uh, it's just a little <laughs> joke, but I do think the Yankees are the better team right now, so give me the Yankees here uh, on the money line. Okay, so yeah, double bubble there, New York Yankees uh, from myself and Dylan. Uh, the next game is the uh, Milwaukee Brewers at the Cincinnati Reds, which is another 12.35 Eastern first pitch. Uh, this is live on YouTube, by the way. A little bit of uh, admin there if you want to want to get across and watch that. If you don't have MLB TV, you get some free baseball um, on YouTube. Uh, Adrian Hauser um, goes for the Brewers and Vladimir Gutierrez Um goes for the Cincinnati Reds. The Lions are the Brewers have disappeared off my page. The Brewers are where the Brewers are the top uh okay Brewers are minus one eighty three and Cincinnati are plus one sixty. The overall under is set at nine. Uh Hauser three and two three point four two ERA twenty six innings twenty six and a third innings pitched twenty two Ks uh, Gutierrez, 0-5, at 8.86 ERA, uh, 21 and a third innings pitched with 13 strikeouts. He has a whip of 2.02. Uh, that's ugly. Um, pretty hard to handicap this very uh, in a very exciting way, Dylan. It does seem relatively straightforward, but did you fetch out anything that's going to blow my mind? Yeah, Brewers again is the play for me. Run line. Um, I think I think we're getting a good number. I got it at minus one hundred five. I was willing to lay up to like a minus one thirty on the run line with the Brewers. 
And I think, like I said, I think we're getting a good number fading the worst team in the league. But actually, the Reds, they their bats have woken up. They're the best team towards the over. I think they're 19-9 and nine towards the over. So I do expect to see another high-scoring game. I do think the Brewers are the better team. The Reds did win the opening game, but I think we're just going to start to see them regress a little bit. Gutierrez, he is on the mound for the Reds. He's only had one start at home and has yet to get through four innings. He's just faced the Brewers last week. He got smoked, seven runs, two home runs. And I think the Brewers went by two. So give me the Brewers run line here at minus 105. Yeah, fair enough. It's hard to say anything else about Gutierrez. Um, I, I was quite hopeful of him. Um, he got quite a lot of uh, airtime on the MLB Gambling podcast from when he came up sort of last summer onwards. I was hoping for I was hoping for bits and bobs of uh, of good stuff from him, um, but it just hasn't materialised, and he's getting to the point now where you, you really worry for him. Um, Hauser uh, gave up four runs in Cincinnati last time out. Um, I think he gave up three in that first inning. Um, he'd been pretty steady before that. Um, Gutierrez, get, like we say, gets shelled every start. I thought this could go over. Um, I thought both teams could contribute. Obviously, the game last night finished ten to five uh, to Cincinnati, so fifteen runs there. Uh, the line's a little bit high on nine, um, but I thought we could get there. It'd be interesting to see how the game goes tonight. That might be worth uh, watching uh, to see how both teams go tonight. Uh, but over nine seemed reasonable for me at minus one fifteen. The next game is the Cleveland Guardians. At the Chicago White Sox, this is the 210 Eastern first pitch. Aaron Savali is on the hill for Cleveland. Uh, and Vince Velasquez goes for the White Sox. Uh, the lines are Cleveland are plus 125. Chicago White Sox are minus 145. The overall under is set at eight and a half. Um, Savali is one and two with a 9.45 ERA. Um, five games started, 20 innings pitched and 22 strikeouts. Uh, his whip is way up at 1.70. Uh, Velasquez, 2-2, two two, a 3.97 ERA. Five games started, 22 innings pitched, 21 strikeouts, uh, 1.37 whip. Um, Savala has been shelled every start as well, same as Gutierrez. However, he's another one. I've got a bit of a soft spot for him. I like him. I think there's better days ahead for Savali. Um, although you look at the bare numbers, it's hard to... It's hard to recommend him just on that. Um, Velasquez, we're waiting for him to blow up. I feel like I keep saying this about him and uh, Quintana, uh, Jose Quintana, and Quintana didn't blow up again uh, last night for uh, Pittsburgh and Velasquez. I seem to have them in the same boat. Because um, that seems starts to be great, Velasquez. Um, I've taken Cleveland the last two nights. Well, obviously, they won last night in ridiculous fashion with uh, Josh Naylor going crackers. Um, so I feel like I'm playing with a house money on Cleveland I took them again in the game that's going to start in a couple hours from now um, I don't know if I can take them three times running um, the White Sox were just about big enough again I got an opening line here of minus 130 uh, so yeah shop around that the minus 145 that I've quoted um, but you might get something a little bit a little bit better than that something near 130 I thought was reasonable for me uh, for me to take uh, the Chicago White Sox on the money line, Dylan? Yeah, I got the opening line of eight, and I'm going to play that over. It's at eight and a half. I still like it. I set my total at 8.7. Uh, the Guardians, they're 11 and eight, uh, 18 and 11, excuse me, towards the over this season, and they've they gone over this number four of their last five. 
the two teams, they played four times this season, and three of those four, this number flew over the total. So I think we see another high-scoring game, especially with Savali on the mound. His last two outings on the road, he's given up six runs in each of those starts. I think – I know you like him. I just think we got to fade him at this point. I think we see a lot of run scored. So I'm going to go over eight. No problem. Uh, the next game is a no bet at the moment. We have no um, pitcher for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, it's a 340 Eastern first pitch. The Phillies at the Mariners. Um, Logan Gilbert is going for Seattle. Um, I don't see any lines either. Um Dylan, have you got anything to add to this uh, Philadelphia-Seattle uh, game? I can give you a little bit of information about Gil, but do you have anything for Philly at all? Um, no. Uh, one thing I do think maybe starting for the Phillies will be baby uh, Bailey, excuse me, Falter. Maybe he gets to start, I think, oh, okay. it's his turn in the rotation. But, I mean, I've been getting a lot of SA shit on Twitter for back in the Mariners on their losing streak. So, they... They're, they're getting mad. People forget baseball is a 182-game season and we could turn this around in a, in a blink of an eye. So I do think the Mariners will open up as a favorite, especially with Gilbert on the mound. He's been lights out. So people might hate it, but I'm probably going to be back in the uh, Mariners again, either first five or full game. Well, I'll take the credit for one last night because I took uh, I locked Seattle on last night's pod and they got beat nine to nothing. So uh, oh you, can, you can pass the blame. You can pass the blame over to me for that one. Yeah. Gilbert, um, he had his worst start last time out, actually gave up three earned runs against Tampa Bay. He's been lights out before that, like you say. So I'll uh, we'll just see who's up for Philly, but yeah, nothing else to add to that one. Uh, before we move on though, uh, let me tell you about WinBet, the headline sponsor on the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, you need to get over and get involved with the wins. Uh, bet $50 to win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus, up to 1000 bucks. And, of course, don't forget to get involved in their same-game parlays with the WinZone Build Your Own Bet feature. All users receive a $20 free bet, whether they win, lose, or push. A three or more leg build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Uh, take advantage of that on the NBA playoffs. Moon will give you all the winners if you get across to the NBA gambling podcast on that. There's loads to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Next is the Miami Marlins at the Arizona Diamondbacks. 3.40 Eastern time, first pitch. Sandy Alcantara goes for Miami and Merrill Kelly is on the hill for the D-backs. Miami are an even money dog. Arizona minus 118. The overall under is back to Miami's magic number seven. Um, Alcantara's two and two, the 3.03 ERA. Six games started, 35 and two thirds with 31 Ks. Um, Kelly is three and one with a 1.22 ERA, uh, 37 innings pitched and 34 strikeouts. Uh, a whip of 103 for Merrill Kelly. Dylan leads us off with Miami at Arizona. Yeah, like you said, the D-backs are back to being a favorite, and I'm back to siding with them. I'll take the snakes here on the money line. I love Kelly at home, 24 innings, 
only four runs given up, zero home runs. He keeps the ball in the ballpark, which you love to see. And I think he'll have success against this Marlin team. The D-backs, they've won four straight against this Marlin team. They've shown you that they could win. And they've all won the game by one run. So don't want to take my chances on the run line because the Marlins are one of the most notorious teams this season for losing or winning a game by one run. They've played the most one-run games thus far. So don't want to take a chance on that. But I do think they uh, defend their home turf, if you want to say that. But I think they get the job done. I'll take the snakes here. Yeah, um, the D-backs have been remarkably, uh, they keep popping up as as a team that I've been following and wanting to back. Um, I took them last night at at plus money, uh, plus 104 they were last night and did the job again. Um, Alcantara hasn't been great. He's got command issues. He's walked nine in his last three starts, which is a slight concern. Um, Kelly, on the other hand, the exact opposite, he's going Deep into games, everything you want from a starting pitcher, Merrill Kelly's been giving you. Um, this entire game, entire series is very, very tight. The handicap's tight. Um, the fact it's nearly a pick Um Again, really simple, a bit like my Yankees Blue Jays handicap. I'm going with a better pitcher. Uh, I'll take Arizona uh, on the money line at minus 118. Uh, the next game is a 345 first pitch. And it is the Colorado Rockies at the San Francisco Giants. Chad Kuehl goes for Colorado. Alex Cobb goes for San Francisco. Um, Colorado or plus 170 on the money line. San Francisco minus 195. An over under set at seven and a half. Uh, Kuehl, three and zero. Uh, 1.82 Iori. 29 and two thirds pitch, 22 strikeouts in the whip of 084. Uh, Cobb is one and one with a 4.8 ERA. Uh, he started four games in which he's only pitched 15 innings uh, with 22 strikeouts in a whip of 153. Um, Kuhl's been really good. Um, I'll caveat that slightly by saying he's been really good against Arizona, Cincinnati, and Detroit. Uh, so three of the uh, less brutal uh, lineups in MLB. Um, he's been fine away from Coors Field as well, so I've got no issue with him going on the road here um, to San Francisco. Um, Cobb's got inflated numbers. That ER is up to 4.8. Um, due to one horrible start, he came back from the IL um, against Washington and didn't get out of the first inning. He was a little bit unlucky. There. I think there was a double play uh, that... The, the defence fluffed off Nelson Cruz um, and that could have got him out the inning. Uh, unfortunately, that was the end of that for him. Um, the books haven't been fooled by the numbers so I was kind of looking towards looking towards Colorado to get involved somehow but um, yeah, it was, it was a difficult one. This I think it's going to be relatively tight though. I, I'm going to keep trusting Kuhl. He's done nothing uh, for me to, to not trust him. I think it'll be tight in which case um, I've got Colorado on the run line at minus 135 uh, in receipt of that run and a half, Dylan. What do you think? Yeah, I like the run line if you want to play it safe. A little tease here might be my dog of the day, but I do like the value we're getting here with the Rockies. I needed a plus of one. I needed at least, excuse me, a plus 150 to take a shot with the Rockies. And at plus 170, we've gotten here. I like Chad Cool as well. On the road, he's been he's done pretty well. 16 innings, three runs. 
He does have to keep the walk sound. He's walked eight batters, which is concerning. But if he's able to hone that down a little bit, I think they could pull off this upset on the road. They're great hitting uh, lineup with the Rockies, dealing with some injuries. But I think if Chad Cool keeps this uh, Giants lineup in check, I think they get the job done here on the road. So give me the Rockies at plus 170. Okay, yeah. So both of us uh, feeling that the Rockies could get involved in that game. Uh, next up is a another pitchless uh, side at the Chicago Cubs at the San Diego Padres. Um, this game is a 4-10 Eastern uh, first pitch, and it's the Cubs uh, with no uh, pitcher at the moment. San Diego have Martinez, um, Nick Martinez on the hill. Uh, obviously, we've got no lines as a result of that. Um just while we're on the subject of the Chicago Cubs, the whole Kyle Hendricks situation made me laugh last night. Uh, yeah. I was on the pod with me last night. Went in great detail on how he dropped uh, Kyle Hendricks from his fantasy team. Wouldn't be picking him back up. Uh, didn't trust him in any way, shape or form. Uh, and then obviously uh, Hendricks throws eight and two thirds innings uh, of shutout ball. <laughs> Completely and utterly shuts down the opposition. Um, I'm not sure why they didn't let him go for the uh, complete game. Um, so yeah, so that made me laugh. Um, Martinez, I will say, uh, he looks to me like he might be on the hook for a demotion um, with Blake Snell nearing a return. Um, it's either him or Mackenzie Gore, and I think Mackenzie Gore has been better. Uh, Martinez is two and two with a three point three eight ERA. Um, so hasn't done much wrong, uh, but. This is purely conjecture on my behalf. Uh, I think Martinez uh, might be the one uh, who gets the hook if um, when if and when Blake Snell gets back. Um, do you have anything on this Cubs-Padres game, Dana? Yeah, the only thing to add, funny story, I do think, uh, yeah, Nick Martinez is going, and I do think it will be probably be a bowl get, bullpen game, excuse me, for the Cubs. Uh, but yeah, yesterday I was recording my other podcast that I do with my friends, and... I was so torn about Hendricks and everything. I wanted to back him. You were getting plus money on the first five plus a half. And my friend talked me into taking it. And I was like, oh, this is the last straw with Hendricks. I was kind of fed up with him too. And then he go pitch and then he pitches a shutout eight innings. And I go, my friend texts me and goes, don't you ever disrespect Kyle Hendricks again. So I'm <laughs> back on the Kyle Hendricks train. That's the worst place to be. The thing that got me yeah. last night was I played him in my TG FBI league. So um, obviously I get up in the morning and scroll through all the scores while I lie in bed with a cup of coffee. And I got to the Cubs and Hendricks first and I was absolutely over the moon. Um, and then about <laughs> three games later, I had Chris Flexen and the Mariners oh. who got absolutely home. So everything I gained in this hand with Kyle Hendricks, um, Chris Flexen just gave back with the other hand. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, my, uh, my joy was short-lived. It lasted about 90 seconds uh, while I scrolled down the box scores last night. Uh, the next game, Dylan, is a game I believe you are going to. Uh, the New York Mets at the Washington Nationals. Is this correct? Yes, sir. I'm down here in Maryland with my girlfriend. We're taking a trip. First ball game of the year. So, can't wait. She's excited. She's an adopted Mets fan. So, you know, she doesn't really know too much about baseball, but she she's on a winning team. You know, can't blame her. Now, this is exciting then. You can give us a full yeah. rundown upon your return. Um, it is a 7.05 Eastern time uh, first pitch. Uh, Tyler McGill is going for the Mets and Aaron Sanchez 
um, is going for Washington. Um, now, I handicapped McGill uh, yesterday uh, for the New York Mets before Munaf put me right and told me it was um, Carlos Carrasco. So, yeah, I don't... Well, know originally it was supposed to be uh, Taiwan Walker. And then about okay. 50, about 20 minutes ago, 20, maybe th- a half hour ago, they switched it and McGill is actually getting the start tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and Aaron Sanchez, it is going for... Um, going for the Washington Nationals. Uh, McGill is four and one, um, 33 and a third um, in his pitch, 36 strikeouts and a whip of 0. 0.9. Um, Aaron Sanchez, I said, I'm trying to handicap this off two different pages because I've got McGill going yesterday. Uh, Sanchez is one and two, 8.56 CRE, uh, 13 and two thirds with nine strikeouts, a whip of 154. Um, I'll leave this to you pretty much, Dylan. I know McGill eventually took an L last time uh, against yeah. Atlanta. Uh, it wasn't too bad, though. Um, Aaron Sanchez, um, really quite interesting. Um, kind of, well, yeah, w- what you expect, really, lots of hits and lots of runs. So I was looking at the over here, um, eight and a half. There was no number at the time. Um I put a question mark next to it. Eight and a half is all right. That seems like a reasonable number to me. Um, what are you going to be cheering on from the bleachers tomorrow, Dylan? Yeah, so I do like the over. I made my total 8.7, so I agree with that. Um, you know, since I'm going to the game, I got to have action on it. got to see if my ticket's cash. So oh, yeah. the, the money line, it's a little too big for me. I don't want to lay minus 180. So maybe you want to throw it in a money line parlay. But I'm actually going to go with the Mets on the run line here. I love Miguel. He's been great on the road. He had that slip-up last start. Like you said, he finally caught an L. But on the road, 17 innings, two runs, just one walk. I think he goes out and dominates this national team, honestly. I'm usually a good luck charm when I go to Mets games. So when they go, they usually (laughs) win. So with me going, Miguel on the mound, I think we cover this run line easy. Okay, Dylan talking himself up there. Uh, <laughs> confident, love it. Um, sleeper, uh, you've probably got your fantasy football teams on there. I know I've got about four of mine on there. Um, they are the fastest growing fantasy platform. Uh, millions of players. Um, outstanding product, great for your league. Uh, if you're leagued anywhere else, get it over to Sleeper. Uh, but they've added uh, new stuff to it now. Uh, you can make money on Sleeper by playing the new over and under game. Uh, it's dead easy. Choose your sport, choose your players, and pick the over or under on some props, um, hits in baseball, points in basketball, etc. Um, choose the amount that you want to stake, and then if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two to 20 times the money you put in. Uh, loads of fun as well. You can get in there with, with your friends. You can have... Uh, there's, there's a good chat feature. You can copy your friends' picks with the tap of the button. Uh, so loads of banter over there. You can uh, trash talk each other. Uh, download Sleeper now uh, to play their new over-under game. Um, have fun with your friends and make some money. If you use the promo code SGPMLB, Sleeper will match the deposit up to 100 bucks. Download Sleeper and use promo code SGPMLB when you deposit you can join the SGPN squad to bet with all the SGPN guys as well at sg.pn slash squad. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. The next game is 
the Tampa Bay Rays at the LA Angels, which is a 7.07 Eastern first pitch. Uh, Shane McClanahan goes for Tampa Bay and Shohei Otani is on the mound for Los Angeles. Um, good looking matchup, this one. Uh, Tampa Bay, even money. The LA Angels, minus 120. Overall, under a seven. Um, I feel like I've handicapped these teams uh, a lot this week, Dylan. So I'll let you go first and see if you can bring some fresh eyes uh, to the Rays at the Angels. Yeah, the Los Angeles Angels, they've actually been rolling of late. They're finally healthy. Mike Trout, Otani, they're swinging the bats really well. And Otani's on the mound, so he's going to be hitting, throwing. I like them in this spot. The Angels won the opening game in this series. They've won their last four of their five. They're a great home team. And as a favorite, they're really good. The Rays aren't the best team as an underdog and on the road. So I, I just think this might be a bad matchup for them in this spot. So give me the home team. Give me Otani. I think they'll get this done. So I'm going to be on the Angels on the money line here. Yeah, I took the Rays last night, actually. Um, they had that, they had a road record of nine and four coming into the game. And that was enough just to just to tip me towards them. But yeah, the Angels did take the game. I think the Angels' playoff odds have improved more than any other team in MLB, um, which tells you um, the hot start that they're off to. Um, McClanahan is 2-2 two two with a 3 6 ERA. He's pitched 32 and a third with 47 strikeouts uh, and a whip of 0.99. Uh, Show here is 3-2, uh, 3.08 ERA. Very similar lines, actually, these two boys. Uh, 26 innings, 41 strikeouts. In a one or three whip. Um, McClanahan's been steady if unspectacular. He's given up two, three, and two in his last three starts. He's normally good for a couple of runs. Um, no problem with him on the road either. Um, Otani's just been outstanding. Uh, uh, home and away, any opposition, doesn't really matter to show here. He was uh, very special at the Red Sox uh, last time out, I think. Um, yeah, like I say, I took Tampa with that with that good road record last night. Um, but yeah, I'm just getting behind Show here. He's, he's why not? He, he doesn't want to uh, watch a game of baseball and cheer on Show here. So we, we take the minus twenty. We take a little bit of juice. Uh, we'll cheer on Show here or Tony on this one. So the Angels for me on the money line. Yeah, the next yeah, game is the Oakland Athletics at the Detroit Tigers. Uh, this game is a seven ten Eastern first pitch, and we have Zach Logue. I'm going to go with Logue, Dylan. Is that a pronunciation? Are you happy with that? Yeah, I like that. L-O-G-U-E. I think it's because it sounds a little bit extra aggressive in my accent. Uh, Logue. Logue. Yeah. Right, right, let's all stop saying Logue. Zach Logue is going for the Oakland A's and it is Joey Wentz um, going for Detroit. Um, the lines are Oakland to minus 104, Detroit to minus 114, the overall under is seven and a half. Um, effectively, I've got the impression the books don't know what to do with this. You've got a, a couple of non-household names. Um, Logue is one and one with a 2.84 ERA. Um, he started one game and came out of the bullpen once. He's pitched six and a third and struck out six. Um, Joey Wentz, Noah, has very kindly uh, sent over a little analysis. We know Joey was... Uh, sorry, Noah was... Excited about the other, um, was his name Fadio or something like that? Fadil, uh, the last yeah. who pitched, yeah, who pitched last week. Yeah, Noah being a Noah being a Tigers fan and is all over these Triple A boys. So 
Um, I'll tell you what, Noah's just sent this over while we've been talking. to um, Long list of uh, pitching prospects in Detroit's farm system. Acquired him in 2019 uh, in a trade with Atlanta for Shane Green. Uh, had Tommy John surgery. He's 24 years old. Uh, most likely a spot start before he gets sent back down to AAA. Um, he's got a 4.12 ERA, 26 strikeouts and 10 walks. Uh, he recorded a 33.8% strikeout last season in AAA and a 13% walk rate. Um, according to Noah, it's exciting times for Detroit's team and fan base. Um, I don't know if I've been very excited watching Detroit, but yeah, there's a little bit about when. So, <laughs> um, this to me, what I thought here yeah, was who's most likely to win the game. Uh, as, as basic as that sounds. The books don't know what to do with it. They've made it pretty much a pick. They've set the line just somewhere in the middle. Um, I thought Detroit were most likely. I watched the game today, um, the A's at the Tigers. No one wanted to win for the majority of the game. Uh, it looked like both teams were actively trying to lose or draw nil-nil. Um, eventually, Detroit got some runs on the board. Um, I just thought, yeah, um, I'm not particularly... Uh, inventive pick, but yeah, Detroit at minus 114 for me. Um, Wentz looks a little bit more reliable than Logue, and um, as anemic as the Tigers have been, uh, the years look just as bad today. So Detroit for me, but not a huge lean, Dylan. Have you uh, got anything more concrete? Yeah, uh, as much as I hate doing this, it's going to be a no play for me in this one. It's like you said, no. it's a tricky spot. I, I just think, especially with the odds, they made it a pick them. They made the total around where I probably would make the total. I don't have enough information on Joey or Lou. And Noah said he, he's coming off Tommy John. I feel like all of their prospects are coming off major injuries. Don't you? Yeah. So I don't Absolutely, know. I, yeah. it, it's hard for me to trust a guy like that. I, I kind of would like to fade them and see if they actually have what it takes to stay in the majors. And I just like to fade them to get enough data so I could know what to handicap for the next time they're out there. So, yeah, unfortunately, it's a no play for me. I mean, if you did have to, have to play this game, I probably would lean the over at eight. At eight, right? Oh, no, it's actually a seven and a half at with that. Yeah, I would lean I would lean over. I think we see some runs here. I, when I looked at the game earlier in the day, I, I didn't watch it. I was running errands. It was 6 nothing. So, I don't know what that game yeah. finished at. Yeah, I think it did finish six nothing. But um, midway through the, I think it was the maybe the end of the fifth inning, uh, and there was no score, and there'd just been no offense. So I, I maybe if I'd not have watched that game today, I might have gone with you on the over seven and a half. But it was just so placid; everyone just looked very passive. Um, so yeah, that put me off. Um, so I think maybe I think we'll see a similar game. Um, Tarek Scuba was good today for the Tigers. I'll give him that. Uh, so I think we'll see a similar game. Uh, tomorrow that we saw today, uh, which gets Detroit over the winning line. Um, I'm going to tell you all about Manscaped and the uh, interminable um, gardening puns that have managed to squeeze into this ad. Um, so, have you started your spring cleaning yet, gentlemen? Uh, the carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your lawn needs mowing, apparently. Uh, spring has sprung. And the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Time to clear out your winter bush and join the other four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com 
20% off and free shipping with the code SGP. Uh, all kinds of products. Uh, got the full package, the Performance Package 4.0 is the only tool that you need to keep your boys looking and smelling sharp as the fresh tulips that your partner wants. Um, the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, um, equipped with an LED light, so you know it'll be a major asset in your shower routine. Um, the Weed Whacker, which is for your nose and ear hairs. I am a man of a certain age, uh, and nose and ear hairs uh, have started to become a problem, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I'm turning into that guy, so yeah, a little Weed Whacker uh, probably helped me out. And after you've sorted out your nose, uh, make sure you use the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. Um, finish off your grooming routine with the Plow 2.0, the perfect razor for the finest shave on your face. Because if you're using the lawnmower on your balls and face, uh, you're doing it wrong, boys. Um, the start of spring marks Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer men's health and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Uh, get 20% off and free shipping on all those great products with the code SGP at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Epic, Adri, that one. Next is the Boston Red Sox at the Atlanta Braves. It is a 7.20 Eastern first pitch. Nathan Eovaldi goes for the Boston Red Sox and Ian Anderson goes for the Braves. The Red Sox are a plus 115 dog. Uh, Atlanta are minus 130. The over-under is set at seven and a half. Um, Ivaldi is one and one, 2.94 ERA, 33 and two thirds innings pitched, 33 strikeouts in a 107 whip. Anderson, three and one with a 401 ERA, uh, 24 and two thirds innings pitched, 18 strikeouts in a 138 whip. Uh, I mentioned earlier on that the Angels have improved their playoff odds uh, by the um, highest percentage in baseball. Um, the Red Sox are the team who have reduced their playoff odds by the most. Uh, they've gone from round about, what well, I think it was about a 68% chance to a 30-something. Uh, they've lost uh, well over 20, 20 percentage points um, in in their quest to make the playoffs. So, uh, Dylan, Boston at Atlanta, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to side here with the Braves here on the money line. I just can't trust this Red Sox team right now. Sorry to moon off, but they just look bad. Lost six of their last seven. They lost five straight. I can't back them. Even though Eovaldi is on the mound, like you said, he has looked pretty decent. He was throwing a no-hitter through like five, six innings his last outing. I just can't trust them to score enough runs to beat this Braves team. So I got to back the better team at home. Give me the Braves here. Yeah, exactly the same, mate. ivaldi uh, has been reliable. Um, his last start wasn't great. He gave up three. Uh, earned runs and walked three um, against White Sox. But that was an outlier, uh, and he's been fine on the road as well. Um, Anderson's been great, though. He, he's also walked nine batters, actually, in his last three, and he wasn't great against the Mets last time. But the Red Sox have lost five in a row. It's a bit of a worry. Um, Atlanta are a backable price. Uh, at minus, I looked at minus 135, so that's actually um, moved towards 
uh, our side a little bit. So Atlanta at minus 130 uh, is a perfectly reasonable price uh, to take them for me. Uh, the next game is a 7.40 Eastern first pitch, which is the Houston Astros at the Minnesota Twins. Um, Jose Akiti goes for Houston and Chris Archer uh, is on the hill for Minnesota. Houston are the faves, minus 120. Minnesota, plus 105. Uh, the over-under is set at seven and a half. Um, Akiti is two and one with a 4.56 ERA. Pitched 25 and two-thirds, 16 strikeouts and a 136 whip. Archer has uh, not been the pitcher of record so far. Three and, uh, 326 ERA, 19 and one-third innings, 20 strikeouts in a whip of 129. Um, Akiti... Had his best uh, best start last time out against Detroit. Uh, pitched six innings, didn't give up any uh, runs in that one. Uh, he was relatively steady before that against Toronto as well. Uh, tricky opponent, so the kid he trended in the right direction. Um, Arch has been a good story. He sort of was a a, a bigger name uh, for want of a better phrase three or four years ago. Uh, had a lot of injuries, so I'm finding it quite easy to root for him. Um, he's going well so far this season. Um, no walks last time, I think, was key. Uh, he'd given up three in his two previous starts. Uh, the fact he, he got his command back last time was good. Um, he's only been going four in his pitch, but again, he's uh, he's trending in the right direction. And I think, Dylan, I'm going to preempt you on this one. Um, I know you like a home puppy. Uh, Minnesota plus 110. Um, I, if, oh, I took them last night in the game that was going off in a couple of hours from now. Um, but I'm going to take Minnesota again. I think Arsha can keep them in it. Um, both teams with a very similar record, nothing nothing between them really. Uh, so I'm happy to take the home team in this spot, uh, receiving plus money. Oh, Dylan, you on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. He's done it. Sorry, it wasn't me, sorry. people. It wasn't me. Sorry. Yes. Uh, rookie decision. Uh, yeah, no, you took the words out of my mouth, though, uh, Malcolm. Another home puppy for me. I like the Twins here at plus 115. I got them on the money line. I just needed it at plus 110. I, I think they actually have the pitching advantage with Chris Archer on the mound. He's only had two starts at home, but he's only given up uh, two runs, and one of them was a home run. So both teams coming in hot, like you said, with the same record. Uh, the twins are different though at home, 11 and four, while the Astros, they're only nine and seven on the road. I think with the twins being at home with Archer on the mound, I think they squeak out a win. Don't trust the run line, but I do like the plus money that we're getting on the money line. So give me twins here. Yeah. I had a feeling you would, uh, you would sign that off as well. Then, um, the penultimate game, actually, this is the last game that we can handicap because, uh, We've got a couple of um, teams without pitchers in this last one. Uh, but the game that we can look at is um, Baltimore at the Cardinals, which is a 7.45 Eastern first pitch. Um, Spencer Watkins? Is it Spencer Watkins? Sammy Watkins. Spencer Watkins uh, goes Spencer. for Baltimore. It is Spencer, yeah. And yeah. Um, Miles Michaelis um, is on the hill for St. Louis. The lines are Baltimore a plus 180, uh, St. Louis a minus 220. Um, yeah, short price favourite there. The cards over or under is set at eight. Watkins, uh, 
zero and zero. Three twenty-two ERA. Uh, five games started. Uh, twenty-two in the third with ten strikeouts in a one thirty-nine whip. Uh, Mikolas is two and one with a one point five three ERA. Thirty-five in a third and then pitched twenty-eight Ks and a zero point nine nine whip. Um, Dylan, uh, we'll let you take this one. Baltimore at St. Louis. Yeah, Cardinals minus one and a half is the play for me. Miles Mikolas, he's definitely the better pitcher in my opinion. And both his starts at home, he's gone seven innings strong, only walked one batter, two runs given up in 14 innings. He's been pretty solid. But this Orioles team, they've been a frisky ball club, but you got to check their home in a way dichotomy. They're just not the same team on the road than they are at Camden Yards. I think the Cardinals bats wake up a little and they win by more than two runs. 15 of their 16 games have come by two or more runs. So I think they cover this uh, run line. Give me the Cardinals at minus 105 on the run line. Um, okay. I came down on the opposite side of this. Um, mm. results have been okay. Um, you do get the impression he's on the precipice of a disaster at any given point. Mikolas um, has been excellent. Um Baltimore are three and ten on the road, but they've uh, six and four in their last ten, uh, and they've been going okay. They've been scoring some runs as well. I thought Baltimore might be able to keep it close here, um, so I wasn't going to go mad and pick them as a dog, um, but I thought I'd take them on the run line, uh, Baltimore, which was a price of minus fifteen. So pretty much the exact opposite um, of what you've just picked. Uh, the final game, as I just alluded to, uh, it's going to be a pass. I'll give you the details. It's an eight or five first pitch. It's the Kansas City Royals and the Texas Rangers. Uh, other than that, I have absolutely no other information. Uh, neither side um, has a pitcher um, going for that. Dylan, anything to add on this one? Yeah, I do see two pitchers. Uh, Brad Bra- uh, Brady Singer going for the Royals and AJ Alexi. Yeah, Alexi is how you pronounce it for the Rangers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, no lines like you said. I probably would... I'm not, I don't make the lines, but I would assume that the Rangers open up at home. Probably a short favorite. He, uh, Alexi has pitched all right at home. Five innings, three. Oh, he had a bad outing against the Astros, but the other two outings, he went five strong, no, uh, only two runs. He does have to keep the walks down a little bit, but. Um, yeah, and this is going to be, I think, Brady Singer's first appearance at home last Last uh, outing was uh, on the 26th of April. He only went two innings, gave up one hit, struck out two against the White Sox, but he couldn't. He hasn't made it through the third inning. So I wouldn't trust Brady Singer in this spot on the road. So I probably would favor either the over, depending on where it opens up, or the Rangers here. Um, AJ Alexi was a little bit of a darling uh, here on the MLB Gambling Podcast last season. Uh, I think we mm. got him at round about two to one, um, three or four times towards the back end of last season. I know uh, Dave Charapan, the sportsbook consigliere, when he came on, um, he uh, he mentioned Alexi, and we'd actually we'd already been on him uh, before Dave came and co-signed all of that. So um, yeah, you mentioned an Alexi there. My ears pricked up a little bit. Um, I got him. I drafted him in quite a few. Uh, drafting holes and some best balls as well. Because uh, I knew he would be up and down, but I just thought there was a little bit of upside there. Um, so he was a very late pick 
uh, like a 45th round pick in various leagues. But yeah, AJ Alexi's been lurking around uh, on the back end of my bench in various places. So I'll have to have a look at that to see if I can get him involved tomorrow. Because like you say, it's not a bad spot um, at home to the to the Kansas City Royals. Um, okay, before we get to the lock and dog, let me briefly tell you about uh, Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. Uh, one delicious scoop of AG1. Uh, you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. A special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. Uh, costs less than $3 a day, which you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune support in vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. That's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Right, Dylan, it is that time. Uh, the lock and dog of the show I'll tell you where I'm going to start. I'm going to start with Noah. Noah um, did handicap all of these games today and gave us some locks and dogs. And unfortunately, some gremlins got into his system. Uh, so appreciate Noah. Sent them across like he did with his Joey Wentz um, little analysis earlier on. So we appreciate that, Noah. Uh, Noah's gone to the Tigers on the money line, uh, a minus 140. Of course he did. Um, he, loved, he loves his Tigers and he, he's excited about these Tigers pitching prospects. Uh, so he's gone. He's gone very partisan there, has Noah. Um, and for the second night running, why wouldn't you? Uh, he's gone for the Cincinnati Reds again at plus 160. He got them over the line last night at a fancy price. Uh, so he's going ride to uh, ride his own hot hand and go for the Reds money line at plus 160. Uh, Dylan, any of those tickle your fancy or what have you got? No, but I... <laughs> I can't back the Tigers, and I cannot put my money on the Reds. I, I like the over. <laughs> I do think they score some runs. Their bats have woken up, but I cannot. I can't do that. So good luck to uh, Noah on that. Okay. Uh, what have you got? Uh, so, okay. So for my lock and dog, for my, I'll start with my dog. I'll give you plus money first. I teased it earlier in the show. I'm going to go with the Rockies on the road against the Giants. Chad Cool. I think he's been great on the road. 16 innings, three runs. He has to keep his walks down, but I think if he does that, I think he keeps him in the game. So maybe you want to do first five plus a half full game. I, I like uh, the Rockies in this spot. I think they get it done. And for my lock, I was going back and forth. Didn't want to be a homer and pick the Mets or the Mariners. You got the chirpers out there, but – I like the Braves here. I'm going to fade Munaf's Red Sox, and I'm going to fade Evaldi. I don't like what I'm seeing from the Red Sox lineup, and I just trust the Braves at home. So I, I like the number we're getting at, minus 125. I think that's right on par. I, I'd go up to a minus 130, but other than that, I like the Braves here as my lock. Um, I wrote two locks down, one of which was the Braves. Now, the last time I did this, and you took it first, I then pivoted to something else and regretted it as uh, my original pick uh, won and my second one got beat. But I'm all right. I'm going to do it again. Um, I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to take the D-backs on the money line. Um, the D-backs have featured way more in our picks uh, than we ever thought they were going to uh, when the season started. Um, 
yeah, Merrill Kelly. Uh, it's a decent sport they're at home. Um, and I trust him a lot more than I trust Alcantara at the moment for Miami. Um, and at minus 115, I think that's a good price. Um, the For my dog, for the second night running, obviously we don't know the outcome uh, of the game that I picked last night. I'm going to take Minnesota again. Um, I didn't, there wasn't many dogs that I liked actually. A lot of this was not talking. In fact, there's a lot of, lot of pickings, a lot of minus 105s, minus 110s, minus 115s. So I'm struggling to find something that was just a little bit of plus money. Uh, so Minnesota for me, uh, behind uh, Chris Archer. I, I just think, again, the two very, very similar teams. Um, Archer's been going okay. Uh, Keezy could, could possibly let you win the game. So, I just thought it was very, very close, and I was happy to take plus money uh, in a in a matchup that I thought was pretty much a pick him. Uh, so yeah, Diamondbacks on the money line, and Minnesota uh, is my dog. And that, Dylan, uh, concludes this episode of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Um, what uh, what else is going? What's the what does the day look like when you when you go to the Mets game? Do you eat and drink? Are you if you got fancy seats? Talk me through it. Because obviously I've never so, I've never been to a game. Dylan. You're making me jealous. Yeah, so it's different. When I'm back home and we go to City Field, everyone takes the train in. We drink in the parking lot. We have a couple of beers, course light, obviously. And yeah, we go in and uh, we just get have a good time. We see good ball club. Get some. Uh, Get some overpriced beer in New York. You're paying about fifteen, sixteen dollars for a tall boy, so it's going to be expensive, what? but it'll it'll be worth wow. it. But I, I'm going to the Nationals uh, Park, so I'm going in enemy's territory with my jersey on. So okay, pr- pray for me. I'll look forward to those. Uh, I often get a, a little um, fight video on my on my Twitter timeline in the morning. It's normally. Uh, it's only the Cubs or the Dodgers that are involved in the fighting, but um, yeah, I look for you getting filled in. Remember, I sat, I set up with the Liverpool fans a couple of weeks ago, so uh, if I can come out of there in one piece, I'm sure you can come out of uh, uh, Washington Nationals crowd of about ten thousand in one piece, Dylan. You'll be absolutely fine. Um, oh, absolutely. Okay, thank you everyone for listening. I'm off to London for a couple of days, uh, working, nothing exciting. Um, but yeah, off to the nation's capital. I'll go and see what's going on down there and report back. Um, as usual, um, the sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Download the SGPN app. Um, loads of stuff. Uh, Moonaf is taking you through the uh, NBA playoffs and picking all the winners over there. There's USFL action. Um, anything you need to know, uh, get across to your usual SGPN uh, pods. The golf as well. Um, you've got two days to get involved with the golf on the Golf Gambling Podcast, throwing out some winners. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Dylan. Uh, Enjoy the game tomorrow, mate. Uh, I am very jealous. Uh, Thank you, everyone. Good luck with your bets, and we'll see you down the road. Cheers.